Hi, this is Will Friedle. In a world that sometimes feels uncertain, where communities can be disconnected, there are beacons of hope in your neighborhood. Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network. They believe that the people living all around you are your best bet at creating meaningful social bonds and preparing you for the next big weather event. Whether it's lending a helping hand to a neighbor in need or standing together in times of natural disaster, Neighbor to Neighbor empowers you to grow your community. Visit caneighbors.com to learn how you can help build a more connected community. Neighbor to Neighbor, it takes a neighborhood. All right, uh, talk with Tony Wink in the studio here, as well as uh, Sheriff Kevin Schneider. But, um, you know, we're going to talk uh, motorcycle safety here in, in a, in a uh, few minutes. But uh, let's go to Tony Wink. We're going to talk a mutter. Yeah, man, it's it just seems to, to go. You know, Henry was talking about it on May 25th down in uh, Kentucky. They had, they had weather. Um, you know, the motocross series always has weather. It happens on a local level. We ha- It happens at our track almost every time it seems like um this past weekend we didn't but man it's uh but it was flooded the week before but uh this week the the mother nature strikes at the tomahawk which is around seven of the gncc series the off the america's premier off-road series to no surprise caleb russell took another win in the xc1 class this is his fourth this year with that to fall in in tow but the the real shocker here, I think, or maybe not a shocker, but just the most impressive thing is Ben Kelly, who races in the XC2 class, finished third overall from the second row. He be he he made up over a minute on all of these racers, uh, with the exception of Thad and Caleb. So where's it coming from? He's just a bad kid. I mean, he's just really good, and and he's you know he's he definitely is going to be um, you know exciting to watch in the XC one class which i'm sure he's headed there after this year so caleb has full control of the xc1 class with an 18 point lead in front of thad duvall and then ben kelly has won every single round in the xc2 and he now has a 70 point lead that is caleb has a 70 point lead. no no ben kelly okay ben kelly's won every single round okay. in the xc2 was... but but uh you know there's Caleb's won uh, four of the seven, and um, I'm pretty stoked for Thad Duvall too because he's, you know, that's a kid that we saw he was going to quit and he was fat and he was he was not happy and then turned himself around and right. and trimmed down and I wouldn't say he's fat but he wasn't in shape like he right and and we all you know there was a lot of us that um, within the Wiseco group of people that at my employer that you know we all we all knew Thad. Thaddeus Duvall was was uh, if if the right circumstances, if he was in the right situation with the right people behind him, we knew that he'd be a championship contender in uh, whatever he raced in, in motorcycles. So why is because one of his sponsors uh, at, to- at, at the at time the, at the time, yeah. Okay. So it was, um, yeah. So it is. It's really neat to see Thad come into his own and, and be, you know, and get some wins this year and and uh, the ones that. Caleb didn't. Thad did. So he's he's 18 points behind. Caleb has control. Caleb's won many championships. He yeah. knows how to win championships. I would never bet against Caleb Russell in GNCC. But I, it's that's why we have a long season. You know they're going to have a break here soon, and uh, Thad will will uh, be able to think about that and grind through the summer. And and you know I think really for the most part it's it's not always speed. It's it's race strategy, and that's what Caleb is 
absolutely the best at in, speed positioning in strategy equipment when to push yeah. when to when to choke up and say all right i'm gonna take a breath and we take a breather i mean they talk about their heart rates are at like 200 plus for three hours it's un it's amazing it's not even possible physically but they they're doing it my resting heart rate's 10 that's pretty low <laughs> um you might want to have that looked at <laughs> that's not good um what about you sheriff what's your resting heart rate any idea Oh, I'd say about seventy-five, but uh, that resting heart rate of ten sure l- lets you sleep a little. When bit When you flip on it? lights and sirens, does your does your you don't do that anymore? Does you don't you don't ride in the car? I mean, you're not. You yeah, know, I do just, very rarely, and you know they don't have that stuff on my desk anymore. So when they tell me I'm getting a new set of wheels, that means I got a new office chair. <laughs> you just cruise around. I mean, do you do you still enjoy the donuts, or is that a thing of the past that you've? Oh no, always got to enjoy the donuts. <laughs> But, I, but I've t- changed the name. They're not donuts. They're energy rings. Energy, <laughs> energy rings. you got to have those. I'm getting a ticket on the way out here for sure. <laughs> I know. It's already on your window. It's oh, stuck crap. The, yeah. Sorry about that. Where do you think he went? To get another cup of coffee? All right. This portion of our program brought to you by our friends at Wiseco, Wiseco Performance Products. Look for them online or you, or you can look for them, of course, at a dealer near you. Look for them online at wiseco.com. They've got a whole lot of product, man. I tell you what, if you need it, normally they've got it so if if the dealer doesn't carry wise go ask them to do so and uh, we appreciate their support and sponsorship over all these years also want to thank our friends at hicklin power sports yamaha Sea-Doo, can-am beta ktm and polaris all under one roof at hicklin power sports in grimes iowa can't make it in person well easy enough i know you're going to miss out on seeing the friendly staff but the website's pretty cool though too hicklin power sports com all right so we warned you we're going to talk a bit about motorcycle safety in the spring of the year uh, especially in uh, cold terrain uh, generally speaking motorcycles are put away and you become a little less confident uh, or maybe you have the same confidence but not the same skill level as when you put the bike away would you say that's a fair estimation tony uh i'm talking about street riding now okay yeah i get it i okay. don't know i mean i'm i i you know i drove in today in, in my car and uh i wimped out because they said it's supposed to rain right. and, I, and i was even telling dylan the guy that works with me i said uh man i wish i could i want to ride a street bike in today but you know i was in the car and i'm and i'm on i'm on t35 the freeway and i'm coming in and it was like it was all i could do to not get ran into from every direction and on a motorcycle you have Street riding is dangerous. Yeah, not and I a lot think of it's more chances. Right. Yeah. I mean, when you're on a track, whether it be motocross or they're all, it's all dangerous. But I mean, street riding is really, you know, and and for whatever reason, when people are on a Harley, a lot of them think they don't, they shouldn't wear a helmet because they're on a Harley. And it well, they've been look sold correct. a bill of goods because they think that the noise that the Harley makes or the sound is going to be their safety factor, and that's maybe contributing a little bit. But there's a whole lot of the things to do, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I I wear a helmet. I didn't wear one today when I took some bikes home, but so I can't say I always wear a helmet. But uh, you know, I think it's really important, even for a Harley to to uh, guy to wear a helmet. And I think that's the biggest thing is just wear crash for the gra- the cr- dress for the crash, not the ride. And uh-huh. um, you know, and I don't wear. You know, we off air sheriff. We were talking about some you know high flow safety vests and crap like that. I don't wear none of that. And I'm not gonna. I wear I, I wear the safety jacket with the elbow pads. If I'm going in a long distance, and it's not a bad idea because no. you know I, I went down at 120 some, 130 some on a sport bike, in uh, at a track, 
and uh, just a low low side tuck the front end and skidded for a long ways and it was so much fun. I mean, it was really <laughs> cool and it was like, man, this is neat. And I was thinking that as I was doing, it, I'm like, I hope I didn't even think I was going to get hurt. I was just like, this is so much fun. But if you're not dressed for that, obviously you're, you know, it's life changing. It's a bad bad deal. So. Um, well, Wiles was talking uh, about the new leathers that are out with airbags in them. And uh, I remember there was a couple bad get-offs at VIR when we were there announcing there. And those guys just slide forever. I mean, they're praying for the grass, right? But they got to get across the the uh, cement or hard surface first to get to the grass. And then they slide all the way to the bales. So uh, Kevin Schneider, Polk County Sheriff Kevin Schneider, he wants your vote. Uh, Kevin, what are some of the things that um, you would advise, having seen, you know, I'm sure many accidents in your long and, and uh, illustrious career starting in 1981, um, what are some of the things you would advise riders to reacquaint themselves with or even for the first time perhaps address? Well, I have to agree with you both that the uh, proper gear is, uh, is important. I always wear a helmet when I ride my bike and uh, try to wear leather. And sometimes I don't wear that high-visibility uh, uh, shirt or jacket right. like, like we recommend. But uh, a lot of times in the summer, uh, we forget we don't want to dress for the, uh, for the ride, just dress for the crash. But we want to uh, go out there and wear our T-shirts. And uh, I've seen shorts, flip-flops, sandals. So it's kind of scary. Yeah, I've never, I've never done the flip-flops or sandals. Um, Sometimes no no socks, but on my ride this weekend, uh, I was wearing shorts, and after an hour and fifteen minutes or so, I was regretting wearing shorts. Do <laughs> you have your thong on? Too, of course, I always wear a thong. Mm. Um, but starting you, to scare me. We're Scott. talking. <laughs> starting. It shouldn't You've be known him for how many years, and now you're surprised. <laughs> I'm su I'm surprised with you, yeah. not him. <laughs> but you, we were talking off air about this. Um, there's a lot of conversation out there right now on uh, online, internet, social, et cetera, about uh, people blowing grass clippings and or leaves into the street. And uh, when they get just a little bit of moisture on them, man, that gets slippery and slippery dangerous, right? That is correct. Yep, what sure about does. sand? I mean, sand at this time of year is very evident from, you know, we're recovering from winter still. Uh, not all the street sweepers have been going up and down every street. And you'll come to an intersection, and there's a bunch of it. I, it's been more than one time I've stopped to help a guy pick up his bike because he dumped it in the sand. Front wheel washes out or the back wheel spins, and he loses control. Right. and my, Normally, we're uh, used to that. This time of year, the streets being clean, mm -hmm. but with all the heavy rains and everything, it seems to wash out more dirt and more sand back into the intersection that might have been clean last week, and you maybe go through the same thing. So you just got to be very careful and watching the road all the time. You know, I was a little nonplussed today, and Tony, you'll get a kick out of this because of your intimate relationship with law enforcement. Um, <laughs> I was pulling into uh, Mullets for a lunch meeting today with uh, um, uh, with Joe, and uh, it's interesting that. I thought it was uh, the governor, but it was two SUVs full, and you know those wagon wheel type wheels that they have on law enforcement SUVs. Uh, they pulled in right behind me, and I thought, oh, was I going too fast? Did I not pay for my gas? What did I, how did I, no, they were just coming in for lunch, and they were all wearing sidearms. So on a motorcycle, is that, is that legal to wear a sidearm if you have a carry or a concealed carry? Yes, it is. You can still wear your uh, wear your sidearm 
Kevin, are you, or excuse me, Tony, are you wearing your sidearm here in the studio? I don't have a sidearm. I don't think Tony's allowed to have one anymore. I'm not sure. <laughs> hey, I'm not a felon. Convicted. I'm not a convicted. I mean, yeah, I've committed as far as a few we know. felonies, but I don't carry a. I don't carry a gun. If I'm, I'm just not that guy. You're not. No, okay. not a. I'm a full believer in the Second Amendment, but I don't carry. Okay, Kevin, you uh, also volunteer for. Uh, uh, different community organizations. Is there a fa favorite part of your job? I know that you were ecstatic, and many of us uh, that have been friends of yours for years were as well uh, when uh, appointed to the uh, uh, the position. But is there is there part of your job that's emerged now that you are sheriff that uh, you find just fascinating? Well, it's uh, nice to be able to do things for my staff. Yeah, to make a difference in their work environment, maybe make a difference in their family life. Uh, so that's that's probably the best part of it is to to do that for my staff and then for the people of Polk County to be able to make a difference for those folks and help folks that really need some help. Now, um, recently I had an opportunity to visit your new office. It's the old jail. They gutted it and uh, re remodeled the structure and put in all brand new courtrooms, uh, brand new seating in the hallways. It's just it's absolutely gorgeous. But my wife was there sitting to see if she would become a, uh, a jurist, right? That is correct. And uh, she noticed uh, some buckets in the hallways where the roof is leaking. How's your uh, internal office there at the, at the facility? Is it uh, leak-free? Well, my original office, which I was so nice to give to somebody else, yeah. uh, it uh, we have indoor pool there, <laughs> and uh, so it's uh, no extra charge. Still under construction. How yeah. about storage? Is there a lot of storage? A lot of storage there. <laughs> Long story about that. Amen. Hey, coming up, uh, hour number two of the program. John Ewart from Rope uh, 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 AMA Superbike Series. Yeah, I just want to make sure I was right. Danny Eslick, yeah, the man himself, and Ryan Sipes. And more with uh, Polk County Sheriff Kevin Schneider. That's in the second hour. You've been listening to the first hour of uh, what we consider to be a rather remarkable show. This is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. Stay tuned. We'll be back after the top of the hour. Ready to up your game and learn more about the thrilling world of sports betting? Introducing Double Down with Breslow, the ultimate podcast about the business of sports gambling. Join me, James Breslow, and a long list of expert guests as we dive into the art and science of the sports betting industry. Evolving regulations, technology enhancements, and the meteoric rise in the number of players makes this sector the fastest growing and most intriguing in the world. Unlock the business secrets from many of the industry's most recognizable C-suite executives, including famous odds makers and influencers every episode of double down with breslow is packed with insider tips deeply skilled analysis and in-depth discussions don't miss out on the ultimate resource for mastering the business of sports betting listen to double down with breslow on the evergreen podcast network or wherever you listen to podcasts that's double down with breslow the business of sports betting podcast